0: folk roots radio i'm jan hall all the best in folk roots americana singer songwriters and blues and artist interviews on folk roots radio we're all about the music and the people that make it now coming up on this episode we talk to the fabulous english vocal trio the youngins about their music and latest album strangers it's a very entertaining interview you'll definitely want to stick around for that we're also staying around the UK for the whole of this episode as we also check out new music from The Mellow Ship, Molly Ann, Keith Bowers, Katrin Finch and Sekol Keita, and Jerry Hallam. There's lots of great music coming up, and we're kicking things off with this song. This is Sarah McQuaid, with If We Dig Any Deeper, It Could Get Dangerous. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall.
1: Say I
2: the world's beauty Sarah Skinner. And I'm Rob Skinner. And we're the Red Dirt Skinners.
3: You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall.
0: Folk Roots Radio, we started off the hour with UK singer-songwriter Sarah McQuade, with the title track from her fifth album, If We Dig Any Deeper It Could Get Dangerous. Now That album was produced with folk icon and guitarist Michael Chapman, and that dark and foreboding song actually started out life as a warning she gave her son about not digging too big a hole in the back garden. But now it's also a song that alludes to the danger of fracking. It's a great album, we'll certainly play something from that on a future episode. We followed that with The Mellow Ship. That's Maureen Dudney from Somerset in England, with musical support from Lucas Drinkwater and Kieran Alga, on The Moment Is Now, her song about getting out and living your life. And that's from her 2018 album You Belong With Me. Now Maureen has always been an avid singer and songwriter, however a motorcycle accident left her a paraplegic and meant that she had to put all of her dreams on hold. Well, after getting married and the birth of her son, she's now making music again. And finally, we listened to Molly Ann, a hard-working young country folk singer-songwriter from Gloucestershire in England with the title track from her EP Glow. And in the background, it's Welsh harpist Catherine Finch with Senegalese cora player Seko Kita with the tune 1677... And that was written about the French storming of the Dutch fort on the island of Guri in Senegal. And that led to Guri becoming the most infamous slave trading center in West Africa. And that's from their very well-received new album, Soar. It's a great album. Next up, the young'uns sit down with us at the boutique showcase event, Folk North, to chat about their music. But before we get there, from their latest album, Strangers, this is Garfor's bus. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall.
4: Well, the mist was lifting from Rosebury topping, and the moors were cold and green. And the driver swore there'd be no stopping as he made for the A19. And in the borough, lads and lasses were sleeping safe and staying. When Ghaffar Hussein hit the road with a million mouths to fill, his beans and rice and rice and beans and a hand when you fall. For there's a friendly face, a better place and a future for us all. He couldn't bear the lads' and the lasses' faces on the TV screens. As they drowned and froze in hateful places with nothing but their dreams. So he bought a bus and he filled it up with beans and rice and tea. And on a winter's morning, he headed south and crossed over the sea. It's beans and rice and rice and beans And a hand when you fall For there's a friendly face, a better place And a future for us all Now in Dunkirk we remember yet The soldiers on the sand Eight hundred ships we'll not forget That came to lend a hand But here comes one more vessel now, across the angry sea, to serve 3,000 meals a day and 10,000 cups of tea. It's beans and rice and rice and beans, and a hand when you fall. For there's a friendly face, a better place and a future for us all. Now some have stared into his face and wondered if he's mad But he knows he'd be in their place if it weren't for the chance he had And the lads and lasses' hopeful faces are what drives him on So he's the gaffer and his bus and a better world to come It's beans and rice and rice and beans And a hand when you fall For there's a friendly face, a better place And a future for us all Well the mist was lifting from Rosebury topping And the moors were cold and green And the driver swore there'd be no stopping As he made for the A19 And in the borough lads and lasses were Sleeping safe and still. When Gha'af Hussein hit the road with a million miles to fill It's beans and rice and rice and beans And a hand when you fall For there's a friendly face, a better place and a future for us all It's beans and rice and rice and beans And a hand when you fall for there's a friendly face, a better place and a future for us all. For there's a
5: friendly face, a better place and a future
0: for us all. That's The Youngins with Gaffer's Bus from the album Strangers. The Youngins come from Stockton, which is near Middlesbrough in the northeast of England, which is a place I know quite well. I've got to be honest because I actually come from a place called Sunderland which is not that far from Middlesbrough. And I get the impression that these guys might be Middlesbrough fans or what we call Borough fans, so I've got to be really careful about what I say in the company. But (laughs) the Young'uns are an absolutely fabulous band. They sing a lot of a cappella music. They're going to tell us their story in a a few moments because it is a a fabulous story. We're here at Folk North, which is Folk Music Canada's export event in Toronto. Uh, The Young'uns have actually been in... Canada, I think, for the best part of a month touring. They were at Mariposa this summer, uh, one of the big hits at that festival. Great to have you guys join us today. What I'd like you to do is introduce yourselves, and then we'll talk about how you got together, and then uh, your music.
6: Okay, well, I'm David.
3: I'm Michael.
0: And I'm Sean. And you're the young'uns. Yeah. So tell us a little yeah. bit about this story, because this is a great story.
3: <laughs> We're called the young'uns because uh, we were the uh, youngest people by far at our local folk club, which is something that we stumbled across.
0: Um, about four, um,
3: about uh, 2004 it was, isn't it? It's about 13 years ago. And, uh, and the reason for which was because it happened to take place in the only pub uh, in our hometown of Stockton that would serve us underage. And so just uh, there was a folk club on in the back room of this pub, and it was just people singing songs, people singing in their own accents, people singing these wonderful songs, sea shanties, songs of uh, meaning, uh, historical songs, songs of industry, songs of where we came from. And we thought, what is this place? No one had told us about it. And we just felt so br- – it was just such a brilliant discovery. And we just kept coming back week after week, and eventually people – Sort of noticed us, we were pretty conspicuous by the fact that we were the youngest people there by about 40 years. And so we got christened the Youngens as a result, which is a name that we sadly haven't been able to shake
0: off. When you got together, I mean, did you go there individually or were you friends before you actually decided to visit the Folk Club?
6: We were, well, we were friends, we were friends, Jan, yeah. And it's. Uh...
3: Well, yeah, Sean and Michael, you knew each other since primary yeah, school. Yeah, and yeah, And I met only, only about a month before that.
6: And So we had no intention to sing with each other. That was the thing. And then we, as, as Dave said, we stumbled across this folk club, and we were so enamoured by people singing in their own accents, and everybody knowing the, you know, knowing these songs that we'd never heard anything about, and something really special about that kind of communal singing stuff.
3: So yeah, it was yeah, just great. the wall of sound, the harmonies, you know. We'd be sort of grown up singing in a, a choir. I'm making iron, in a choir. But, you know, you weren't allowed to drink beer in the choir like you are at a folk club and you weren't allowed <laughs> to just sing harmonies as drunkenly and as loudly as you wanted. And that's what really appealed to
0: us at first, really. So it's really pretty uh, a liberating environment for you to, to oh, explore your music.
7: Cer- certainly for me as well, because I, I was not from a musical background at all. And uh, so to, to to know that you, there were people in that folk club who were just normal uh, people who just turned up and would, would get up at the front, introduce a song with a bit of a joke sing it get halfway through it forget the words but no one was bothered it was just so unpretentious it was I just loved it it was so accessible
0: tell us a little bit about getting together and singing when you first started to to go to the club did you just, did you realize i mean obviously uh, you mentioned that Michael and Sean went to primary school together but when did you realize that your voices meshed so well because that's one of the things that really comes through when you perform well, is that the, is, the yeah. way that you, I don't know, every, I mean, you make everybody sit back and say, wow, what, a, what an amazing but sound these guys have. It wasn't
6: have. like that from the start though, John, you know, we didn't just start singing in three-part harmony, that was the thing it yeah, took.
3: our voices didn't mesh together at first, no. you know, as we say, we just drunkenly joined in with the songs, often out of tune, you know, very loud and raucous, we just wanted to be heard above. The rest of the, the sound, really, you know, the, and, and it was just, I don't know, we were just sort of really enjoy it and really enjoying it enthusiastic. And it wasn't until we got off, we got, we must have done loads of gigs before we started to sound anywhere near decent. And so it's kind of just a war of attrition, really. It just eventually had to happen. It was, you know, we were terrible, 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 but eventually we got semi-decent. And uh, it progressed to there too. Uh, I'd say above average now. So you, <laughs> yeah, she
8: thought, she thought that's we always aspire to, all we aim yeah. For, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, if above average means what being voted folk group of the year two years running for the BBC Radio Two Folk Awards, I mean that's yeah. pretty amazing.
3: Yeah, that was a real. Uh, it was. June. it was quite a, a, a surprise for us really, because you know we came from the whole folk club scene, and for that to kind of. Happen. It was, it was really great that we sort of felt an- acknowledged in a way by the wider folk community, the more mainstream folk community, I suppose, as well. So that was a, a real kind of interesting moment for us where we thought, wow, you know, the people nationally are kind of taking note now. I mean, we've done all the festivals and that kind of thing, but it's just nice to think that people in the industry, if you will, uh, uh, sort of liking your, your music as well. That's what we do it for, really, you know. It was a shame having to do all those grueling folk clubs. It's the people in the industry that we want well, to impress. That's I embrace, we were bothered it? about Yeah, yeah. 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 We've just, just wasted exactly. our time. Shows the dollars. dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the folk clubs, because that's one of the things that people from Canada, North America, going across the UK, they love the fact that there are so many great folk clubs that are so welcoming. I mean, you mentioned, you know, three young lads going in and, and getting to uh, not just have a beer, but enjoy all of this great music. It, it must be a great place for, for people really to hone their chops, you know, to to develop their sound. I mean, that that's one of the neat things uh, about the, the scene over there as well. Yeah,
7: it? definitely and, and it, it all sort of stems from this idea of, of community and communal singing. So when we sort of discovered it, we never really had the intention that, oh, we're going to be a band and we're going to do this uh, and, and one day we'll get gigs and one day we'll come to Canada and we'll be professional. It, it was just so much fun. That, that That was what it was. It was fun and storytelling. And the welcome we received was just wonderful, and and the people obviously knew that we, even though we were we were drunk and we were loud and we were awful, we, we were enjoying it and we were passionate about it, and, and they just sort of encouraged us to, to keep coming back and to keep singing, and um, we've got an, an enormous number of people to thank for for that, because um, because without them we'd have you know we'd have. We'd we wouldn't have got this far. It's
3: very fortunate as well. This is the pre-YouTube time or just on the cusp of YouTube before it was as ubiquitous as it is now. And so, you know, we weren't we – didn't have. there was no videos of ourselves on the Internet because that would have well, – well, that would have, have well, put the have kibosh on everything, yeah, that would That would have been the
0: end of it. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us a little bit about the music. Uh, the track we listened to at the start is from the new album. That is entitled Strangers. And that's Garfour's bus. Tell us a little bit about that Yeah, song. it's a
7: true story. Um, Garfo Hussein comes from our area. Uh, he's a, an incredible humanitarian hero, really. He, a couple of years ago, he spent thousands of pounds of his own money in buying an old bus, turned it into a kitchen, and has spent pretty much the last two years driving hundreds of miles across Europe, feeding tens of thousands of people refugees, migrants, the homeless and the needy. Uh, he's, he's just an inspirational guy so he deserved a song and, uh, and that's it.
0: Now you, you you have a reputation for writing songs uh, of social conscience. I mean you you mentioned how your music is rooted in community. It comes out of the folk clubs. Uh, on this album, uh, we're not going to be able to play this song today but there's the Carriage 12 song which is about the attempted train Terrorism Attack, uh, I think, on a train that was, you know, crossing Europe. Yeah. You mentioned Garfo's Bus, again, a song about somebody who's trying to make a difference. That's really important for you to, when you're actually, you know, coming up with material for songs to, to you know, to, to really provoke the audience yeah. to, to think about the material?
7: I think so. I mean, it, it just it just feels so natural, really, because these, you know, you, you hear about the, these heroes and, and first sort of instinct as a songwriter is to, is, you know, is to... Just to write about it and to sing about it and to make art about it. And, and I think maybe in years gone by, I, I didn't feel confident enough to do that. We, we sort of came out of the folk scene and singing old songs, you know, great songs that have messages for today, you know, like solidarity, like union, you know, and uh, community and but, but songs that are old. And, and and I think a part of me always thought, well, maybe I'm not really allowed to sort of write about new stuff because folk songs are sort of historical and, and my my background's history. But I don't know. I just was had more confidence in recent years to think, oh no, hang on, I really want to really want to tell people this story, and and writing folk songs is what I what I most enjoy to do, and and, and it just felt natural, really. Um, and it, it's an interesting one, sort of. Uh, songs of social conscience, and you could call them that, or pick some people call them political songs. It never, those words that never really sort of occur to me. Really, you just sort of write what you think is natural, and um, I suppose w- with the grounding that we, we've we've got coming from this great world uh, of, of of singing, full of you know justice and equality, and it it just feels
6: like a natural
7: thing, really.
0: Now, do you all write uh, for the band, or I wrote
6: one. I wrote one song at the start, Jan. It was horrific. So I'm now discounted. Dave's written, Dave's written a couple now, I think, and then, but then the rest is all so, Sean. <laughs> all Sean <yeah.
0: laughs> oh, we got two freeloaders here, so uh, it's yeah. the. <laughs>
3: oh no, but it's my couple of songs that's raking in the cash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we have
7: the sellout song. We have got a song about Sunderland though, John. We oh. I wrote a song about how my nana met my granddad at a bus stop in the early fifties in Sunderland. It's called "Loving in Northern Town." It's on our first album. And uh, yeah, so there's a little piece of Sunderland.
0: Oh, I'll have to definitely check that one out. Yeah, yeah. 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 why don't we take a a break with another track from the album? I want to play another song that was part of your showcase today because it's a song that tells a, I I think a story that's really important, and I think it's a a story that that needs to be told over and over again. I'm going to let you talk about it in a a few seconds. I want to sort of build on this storytelling aspect of of the way you perform because it's a really uh it's a big part of your show to to introduce not you know not just introducing the song but introducing the story yeah I beside
7: think, the song yeah i think that and, th- and that's from uh, the very early days of singing in the folk clubs you're always expected to you know say what the song is you're gonna sing in it and you know it helps the audience right this song's about this and it you know they know what they're gonna listen out for but yeah the 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 song is 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 called Be the Man and it's and it's about this incredibly inspirational guy called Matthew Ogston, who, who lost uh his his partner in quite horrific and tragic circumstances um 3 years ago his partner was uh it was a man called Naz Dr. Nazim Mahmood, and, and Naz's death was all to do with his family's reluctance to accept his sexuality and so Matt's story is, is incredibly heartbreaking but also uplifting, uh in, in the sense of the things that he's done in the years since he setting up a, a charity, the Naz and Matt Foundation, going into schools and universities and churches, community groups, just reaching out to people and sharing his story in the hope that what he's gone through won't go through to won't happen to anybody else. So and Since writing the song and performing it, we've met Matt and he's he's become a a great friend. And and, um, so it's just our greatest privilege to be able to share his story around the world and and all the people that now send us emails, people who've been affected by that sort of issue, to be able to pass that that on
0: to Matt is just really, really special for us. Let's play that just now. This is The Young'uns from the album Strangers and this is Be The Man. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall.
4: Matthew Ogston is my name, and you'll not hear me mourn. I will never live in shame, I will not walk alone. For though my love, took his own life because of bigotry. I'll be the man, be the man, be the man I was born to be. I was born to be. And my love, he was warm and kind And my love, he was strong And when his brown eyes first met mine I knew he was the one And though I walk a silent road He will walk with me if I be the man, be the man, be the man I was born to be, I was born to be. Upon the hill its arms are open wide There's a star upon a windowsill That beckons me inside But I'll walk beneath a crescent moon I'll walk until they see that I'll be the man, be the man, be the man I was born to be. But most of all Love And there's no God That I've heard of Who could disagree So called to sin and families are torn Wherever mums can't love their sons because of how they're born Wherever there are hands to hold that's where I And I'll be the man Be the man Be the man
0: That's the Young'uns with Be The Man from the album Strangers. The Young'uns are our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. We're at the Folk North Export Event for Folk Music Canada in Toronto. The Young'uns have come all the way from the UK to perform as part of the showcases here. They've been on tour in Canada, playing a lot of great shows. And I want to talk about the, the live show just now because one of the things that comes through really strongly is the humor and the self-deprecating humor. I know, David, that you do this wonderful bit where you go and say, I'm going to go to the piano and play or something and play one note and come away again. What's well, very special. Uh, <laughs> the, um, the thing with, the, with, that, with that whole aspect is
3: that when you're in the folk clubs, that's what it's like. It's very informal, really. You know, it's not a performance. It's just people standing up and if something's happened to them, you know, that day or they've got something that happened over the week, they'll just they'll just tell it, you know, because it's sharing stories with friends and it's and or or just trying out little things that might have come into their heads little jokes and, and that kind of thing and you get all sorts of characters in the folk club as well you know all these people who aren't professional performers who just but they have their own way of performing and they're absolutely hilarious people you know really sort of idiosyncratic people and, um, and then of course you've got the performers like some of your listeners will be aware of the work of Vin Garbutt from Teesside and Jez Lowe from Teesside and, and uh, maybe I thought he was
0: the- from Easington but i
3: well he is from
8: Easington <laughs> technically but <you> we're know, a Canadian
0: <laughs> well for don't. a
3: Canadian audience. He's uh, a Sunderland yeah, fan yeah, as well. Yeah. So let's just keep things straight here. Uh we yeah. can give you his postcard if you want, but uh <laughs> and, um, but you know, it's that kind of thing and, and the the, the banter, the joke or the patter or whatever you want to call it, it's all part of it really. Because it's just it's 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 part of the performance and um I don't know. It's, there's, there's always been that, hasn't there, with uh, folk and, and comedy. And a lot of uh, uh, comedians started out as folk singers. Um, you know, you've got Bernard Wrigley and Billy Connolly and all sorts of people that started out from that background, really.
0: Tell us a little bit about the live show itself. I mean, you all sing. You, you do a wonderful acapella. i got to admit, your version of Billy Bragg's Between the Wars is a uh, a fabulous s- song to start with. I always feel bad that I can't play more songs, but I know our listeners will go out and check, check these songs out. Is that typically one of the, the songs you choose to start a, a set with?
3: Well, we do start with that one, because the thing with that song is it's such an anthemic song anyway, and we were sort of listening to it in the car and we thought, you know, this song, it could, could be even more anthemic. The You know, you strip away the guitar and just have it almost chant, you know, like a, like a football chant almost, you know, in like a way, like just a big, mass uh, wall of, of, of sound a wall of voices and so that's kind of what we aim to do with that and it's a really good one to open with because people obviously recognizing it's really in your face and uh, and it just says so much and it's kind of a really good way of introducing ourselves really because it sort of says these are some of the themes that we'll be talking about in the song in the over the next however many minutes people have got with us
0: uh, what do you hope people take home from a youngin's show
3: CDs. Yeah.
6: Ten, c- <laughs>
0: ten CDs. Ten CDs. Ten CDs. Yeah.
6: And Jez Law's both <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: I mean, you've been on tour in Canada. I, I know, like, I, I talk to the people at Mariposa a lot. Hmm. And, you know, they they loved you there. Tell us a little bit about your experiences, you know, when you are on, on tour in, you know, across yeah,
3: here. I just think what we want people to take home, really, is, is the fact that, Is a positive message because, you know, all of the songs on the album, they may come from seemingly negative places, you know, uh, the Garfors bus that you played um, at the start is a song, you know, it's born out of tragedy. It's born out of humanitarian disaster. But then someone did something positive and fed refugees and homeless people and migrants and did something really positive and really inspiring. So actually, that's a positive message. Be the Man, the work that Matthew Ogston is now doing to combat re- homophobia and religious-based homophobia is a positive and inspiring thing. So I think all of the, the songs almost, they come, out of, they come from a place of darkness, but, within, but, but they end up in a place of positivity. And so that's kind of how we. Uh, so that's what maybe that's what we do. We lead them into the dark and we bring them into the light. There you go. Thank you.
8: <laughs> <all>
3: you <laughs> anyway, you were saying <laughs> about Canadian... <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 to, to answer the question,
8: uh, <laughs> I answered the previous question <laughs> yeah,
7: yeah. because Michael didn't answer it properly. <laughs> Turned into a two-runny <laughs> sketch runny's, answering yeah, the runny's. previous <laughs> question. Um, okay, half past two. Nah. <laughs> uh, we just we just love coming to Canada. We, we came the first time in. 2015, we did the the Mill Race Festival and the Godrich Celtic Roots Festival and and uh, uh, built up a, a lovely uh, following in Ontario and to go to Mariposa for the first time is really, really special. We absolutely loved it. Um, so Canada has been, been incredibly good to us and, and, and we're delighted to, to be coming back next year as well. We're going to Newfoundland for the first time next year and hopefully some other places as well.
3: Um, I think it really hit us last uh, last week when we were doing some gigs and um, we were in Toronto and we realised that we knew, we must have known a third of the audience, you know, there was about 250, 300 people there and we must have known a third of the audience and that's because, and we've only been here since 2015, you know, coming back periodically and and that's what's so great about the folk world and most of those people you know a third of the audience we were friends with we would class them as friends now and we could stay in their houses and all sorts of stuff. Um it's just brilliant to have that kind of relationship that you get in the folk world. It's it's very intimate. Well there was one guy who
7: came that we didn't know but everyone else knew who he was and it was Bob Ray. Um and so that was What the Bob Ray? Uh, the, Bob the, Ray. the the Ray. Bob Ray, yeah. 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 <laughs> so that was really nice to know. I mean, unfortunately for us, we didn't really know who he was until uh, afterwards, until people told us, but it was really nice of him to come and see us.
8: Yeah.
0: Obviously, you, you've been together 13 years. Uh, you started off as the youngins because the pe- the older guys, who I think you, you say in your show, what are 50, 40 or 50 years older than you, hmm. call you the youngins. Are you going to change your name to the not quite so youngins uh, in a, a year Unfortunately,
3: or so? Jan, unfortunately, we can't do that because. People now know who we are, and we have discussed it. Like, oh, we should change our name because it really is bad, and it probably has held us back quite a lot. But we're sort of doing all right, really, aren't we? We you know. In, in, I think in, you do so very well. Yeah, it'll be fine. And, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a terrible name. We absolutely hate it. But at the same time, it reminds us of where we've come from. Really, you know, it reminds us of the folk club scene and, and that kind of thing. And I think we've got such a loyal like. Audience, you know, that have supported us a lot of them since like 2004, who were there at the Sun Inn. And I think maybe it would be a little bit of a smack in the face if we went, Oh, we're changing our names now because we're far too successful for the folk club scene. So, <laughs> you know, it's uh, so it's fortunately the youngest it's going to have to be. And we'll just have to cringe every single time.
0: When someone asks what your band's called, I always say, Oh, it's a terrible name. we we'll are called the young'uns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually think it's a great name, and I think it... Oh, I, I'm kind of looking time. forward to... I mean, hopefully I'll still be there in 50 years to see you sing. Say, oh, yeah, they're the youngets oh, oh, yeah. Wonderful. I remember when they were nippers. <laughs> 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 so the new album is Strangers. That's just uh, been released this year. Tell us a little bit about what you hope the future brings.
7: Oh, I don't know. Just We, we just get such a an enormous thrill and consider it such an honour and a privilege to be able to, to travel the world now and, and share stories really and, and connect to people and just uh, hopefully make people happy and, and come away having learned something and maybe be inspired to do something and
3: put and... a bit of light piano music over the top of that <laughs> a bit. Uh, so we're
7: just going to keep on going we, we absolutely love what we do and, and, and there's so many incredible people out there to, to write songs about and to sing about and, and there's so many places we haven't been and people we haven't performed to yet so we're we're just excited about what the future holds really just
0: just keep on going doing what we're doing and if people want to learn more about your music how can they do that well
3: they can use any search engine of their choice and and uh, type in the youngens uh, young apostrophe uns um or our website is uk but when we say that no one can understand our accents. They don't know what .co.uk means. So the younguns.co.uk.
0: That's wonderful. On Twitter, we're on it all. It's been great to have you join us. We've got time for one more song. You've su- suggested we play Bob Cooney's Miracle. Yes. Tell us about Bob Cooney's Miracle.
7: Bob Cooney uh, was uh, a man who came from Aberdeen on the northeast coast of Scotland, and in his later life, actually, when he was living in Birmingham, he was he was a regular in the folk club scene, and he knew uh, people like Ian Campbell. Uh, and he knew Dick Gockin really well. Um, but his earlier life, I think a lot of people didn't really realise uh, those days when he was singing in the 70s and the early 80s that he did this extraordinary thing in the 1930s along with many thousands of men and women from all over the world. He went to Spain to fight against fascism in the Spanish Civil War. And there's one story that just leapt off the page of his memoirs when I read them recently, about one day when he was in charge of 57 young fellows. Uh, on the banks of the Ebro River in Spain, 57 guys who'd had nothing to eat for two days. And when the food finally reached them, unfortunately Bob discovered that there was only one tin of corned beef and a very small loaf of bread to go around everybody. But Bob Cooney, being the man he was, because he was adored by all all the British lads there, he performed his very own feeding of the 5,000. And everybody got something to eat.
0: That's a wonderful story. (laughs) <laughs> this is The Young'uns with Bob Cooney's miracle From the album Strangers And thanks again you guys It's great thanks to be able to, I to I talk to, to, today. to you today The Young'uns at Folk North I'm Jan Hall for Folk Roots Radio
8: Well you've all
4: heard how 5,000 oafs Were fed by Christ With the fish and loaves But on the banks of the Ebro in 38 A miracle happened On my plate We'd have no scrum for two whole days 57 lads all hot and haste when come the commissar with a grub what grief a loaf of bread and a tin of beef well all those oh, lads were filled oh, with strife till up comes cooney with his tiny knife and before the land could wolf the sun Every man had a corned beef bun Now oh, Jesus may have got oh, more done But he had five loaves, not just one And Jesus' men weren't clemed like we They're not fought fascists in a hot country So if oh, he can share With all us men We can share the earth And start again Sharpen your knives Bob Cooney said Bring out your beef And bring out your bread We can share the earth We can start again Amen Amen Amen
3: And uh, you're listening to Fork Roots Radio with John Hall.
9: There's a little light that. In this room, a heart that yearns. There's always a reason to believe it's quiet now, peaceful. I can count on the fingers of just one hand The number of times you treated me well Sometimes I think I just damn it all a hell Juice. It's down the hatch again My love, what's become of me? Oh, my love, rescue. I miss you like I miss the truth I took some chances and I nailed a few Every drink I take, it brings me down a peg or two I'm in so deep, I'm drowning Fires built under the belly of the ship Hard men talked while it crackled and spit You're in trouble here if your face don't fit The wind's whipping up I took a wrong turn Now this place looks just like hell. Boards on the windows and nails shut doors. Broken benches where men sat and told There's no dreams to dream here anymore. Oh, no, my love, what's become of?
0: That's the highly regarded Liverpool-born singer-songwriter Keith Bowers, whose music crosses genres from country to folk to Americana and blues. That's his new single, Northern Town. A UK songwriter, he's been mentioned in the same breath as John Prine, Roddy Kroll, and Guy Clark. I think I'd also add our own Stephen Fearing into that mix. We'll definitely have more from Keith on a future episode. And that's all we have time for in this hour. We'll leave you with singer-songwriter Jerry Hallam, back making music again after 20 years. From his limited-edition EP, this is the song Half a World Away, a song that questions the value of allowing shady global investors to buy up large amounts of London real estate, while questions remain over where their investment money actually comes from and whether they're really just using the country for money laundering. Remember, you can check out the playlist for this episode on the website at folkrootsradio.com. You can also listen to previous episodes of the show via your chosen platform. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. You can find me on Facebook at Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall and on Twitter at Folk Roots Radio. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio and I'm Jan Hall. We'll see you next time.
5: They came from that valley across the sea Tech high rollers to you and me From citadels of steel and glass When questions about their wealth were asked Boldly claimed they had just caused, Playing fast and loose with the revenue laws. Shady fortunes from far and wide are suitcased here to be washed and dried. Clients behind these backdoor deals play a monopoly game for real, sweeping up prime real estate from St. George. Hill to the palace gates. Towers rise countless stories high, reordering the London sky. Apartment blocks with no one about, where blinds are down, lights always out. And values so markets must hold sway For the absentees half the world away Distorting costs across the land Homes out of reach, rents out of hand Striking out a city's heart Can't afford to stay, key workers depart Ask the young about this so-called boom When it's half a wage for a pokey room Wir